Yeah! Driving with Joe, August 15, 2018. What do you know? What do you say? Driving with me in my car, heading out to Eastport, refilling the propane tank, because we're grilling like a bunch of savages in my house. And we got to talk about something. This is going to be a little uh, fantasy football. That's right. The fantasy football breakdown early on. Quick little overview. Tell you about my league. I told you last year, 12-team league, one-point PPR with a super flex. So you got one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a super flex, meaning you can take either running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Okay? And then your defense and your kicker and your bench and how you doing. And away you go. So that's what we're looking at. And I got to tell you, 12-team league, it gets a little crazy as all these fantasy football leagues do. And you're looking at the people, yeah, I mock. You mock, bro, I mock. I mock draft. Hey, you don't like that? I'll go scratch. What do I care? Oh, this guy does mock drafts. I'll go scratch. What do you want? When I'm bored on my cell phone. And you're looking at some, you know, foo-foo YouTube video. Yeah, I'm doing a mock draft. You know why? Because money's on the line, baby. That's why. So I got the seventh pick out of 12 teams. And let me tell you, it's an annual tradition that when we go to Ocean City, Maryland, me and the brother-in-law, Mikey Mike, DJ Mikey Mike, the Fachi face, that we let the kids, the four kids, pick out of a hat the draft order. Second year in a row, the kids screwed me. I got picked seven out of 12. Pick seven out of 12. My own league. Ah. Anyway, so who's available at seven? Well, let's first talk about who's going off the board in that type of breakdown. Again, one point PPR. Doesn't matter how you slice it, bell or girly, there you go. And, of course, this is going with you don't have any special love affair with anybody. You know, there's always that person who loves Gronk, who loves Aaron Rodgers, they have to take him in the first or second round. Wh- whatever. Okay? We're talking about just normal where they should go. Bell or Gurley, if you have your first overall pick, I got to tell you, I don't think you could lose with either. The Rams are going to be stacked. And I think the Steelers, with Bell being all disgruntled, the Steelers know this is Le'Veon Bell's, most likely, his last year with them. So they're going to run him until his legs fall off. It's just going to be a matter of, does Bell, you know, come back ready to go? Is Bell really playing for that contract, or is he kind of like, ah, I've shown enough. I don't need to work my ass off. You make that call, but one or two, no matter how you slice it, Bell, Gurley, Gurley, Bell, and then it gets a little interesting with the PPR because now you're in number three, and you can't go wrong. If you're going to get a wide receiver at this point, it's Antonio Brown and the story. At number three in a PPR league, you're on Antonio Brown. And don't be afraid of David Johnson. Everybody's afraid of David Johnson in Arizona. Guys, it was an arm injury, a wrist. It wasn't his legs. It was a wrist injury. Everyone's freaking out about David Johnson. Let me tell you something. David Johnson, who was a one or two overall last year, he's falling to like the fifth or sixth pick. Hey, hallelujah, I'll take him. Five or six. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, if those are your first four, no matter how you slice them, let's say Gurley, Bell, if I had the first pick, I'd actually go Gurley because McVay started passing the ball last year. Had him split out wide in the slot. You watch games? Bro, turn on the NFL once in a blue moon. Now you know why you're losing your fantasy football leagues. I'd go Gurley, Bell. I'd go David Johnson, three. 
Brown four. That's what I would do. Okay, your fifth pick, and some people are going to say I'm being a homer. I'm not. If you don't go Ezekiel Elliott picks five or six, I, you're drunk. Okay, you got a little too, uh, you know, sauced up, dipped in the pond a little bit before the draft. You're hanging out with your friends. You got a little nuts. And you're overseeing, you're, you're skipping over Ezekiel Elliott. Let me tell you something. He's got the best offensive line in football, in my opinion. Prove me wrong. I've been saying that these other podcasts, too, when we break down the giant games against the Cowboys. Tell me another one. Frederick, Martin, Tyrone Smith, Lyle Collins, on and on it goes. On and on it goes. No distractions from Des Bryant. The biggest loss is going to be Jason Witten. We know that. But let's face it, Jason Witten... Okay, was a nice little how-you-doing third-down savior for his quarterbacks throughout the year. Wasn't the best blocker, wasn't a terrible blocker, but you know what? It's not going to be that big of a difference when it comes to the run game. Your fifth pick's got to be Zeke. The sixth pick, very interesting right here. Very, very interesting. I think you stay with the running back. You got Kamara. Or you got Saquon. You Giant fans are going to go Saquon. He can catch the ball. He can do just like Kamara did. Let me ask you a question. Have you looked at any of the stats from last year? Alvin Kamara, who did not get a lot of touches in every game, Alvin Kamara would have finished like a top 10 wide receiver last year with a reception. Maybe I'm off a little bit by that, but you get the gist. This guy is going to be catching the ball. You got Ingram, Mark Ingram's out the first four games. Who do you think is getting the ball? It's Kamara, it's Thomas, and that's it. And Drew Brees loves throwing the ball, and he's got a running back who can actually catch it. I wouldn't be surprised, especially in those first four games, if they start putting Kamara, and check this in the preseason too, they start using Kamara the way the Rams used Gurley last year, put him out in the slot, throw him the ball a little bit, so when Ingram comes back, you can lighten up Kamara's touches in the backfield so he's not getting killed, but he's still spread out wide. You get the ball in the hands of your playmaker. Come on, Ashby running this team. Nah, I love Peyton. Great head coach. Alvin Kamara should 100% be a sixth pick. And then where I'm sitting, number seven. Number seven, I got a decision to make. Saquon, you know I hate the Vagiants, but he's explosive. We've already talked about this. Or you got your Julio Jones, OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins. That's what you got. Do not forget Kareem Hunt. Do not forget Kareem Hunt. Now, here's the problem with Kareem Hunt. Don't forget, Kareem Hunt only did what he did because Andy Reid's hand was forced with Spencer Ware getting hurt before last year. Well, Spencer Ware is back. And Andy Reid, I'm telling you, I would take Andy Reid to coach any of my teams. Coach the Jets, coach the Cowboys tomorrow because Jason Garrett and Todd Bowles flush the Bowles sucks. Both of them suck in their own right. I would take Andy Reid just so I can – experience some winning in the regular season, but Andy Reid chokes. He chokes so bad in the playoffs. I mean, this guy starts sweating like a whore in church. Whenever the pressure's on, okay, Andy Reid, that fat bastard, he can't win the big one. Everyone always says, let me tell you something, Dan Marino could win a Super Bowl before Andy Reid. Dan Marino can come back out of retirement, retire from CBS, and win a Super Bowl before Andy Reid does. Okay, as a starting quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? The only thing Andy Reid's winning is a pie-eating contest. Okay? Andy Reid is a very, very good coach. Maybe even a Hall of Fame coach, but he cannot win the big one. And he personally lost that game last year against the Titans in the playoffs. As you could tell, I'm not a big Andy Reid fan when it comes to 
playoffs and the pressure and the moment on the line. But I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised. I don't know what he's going to do with Kareem Hunt. Andy Reid went away from Kareem Hunt, a healthy Kareem Hunt at the end of last season. A healthy Kareem Hunt in the playoffs. He went away from him. So that scares me a little bit. So what I'm going to do at seven, what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab two guys. I'm either going to grab DeAndre Hopkins, who might have the most electrifying quarterback if he's healthy and Deshaun Watson in the league, and we're going to talk about him in a second. So we're just going to round out round one here. Take DeAndre Hopkins, or I'm going to go with old faithful Julio Jones. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins. And the reason why is because in my league, you also get a few extra shekels, a few extra points for the 50-yard touchdowns and things like that, okay? We like points in our league. We like to have fun. We like to score. So I'm going DeAndre Hopkins 7. And after that, you're in a 12-team league like myself. Okay, you're rounding out. Yeah, Saquon will go in the first round. Hunt's going to go in the first round. You're 8-9. Julio's going to go 10. Beckham's going to go in the mix. And then you get that person at that 12th pick in that snake draft, who always gets a little funky. And the second round will always go by the first round 12th pick. It always happens that way. And here's what I mean by that. Either that guy with the 12th pick or girl, got to be, you know, politically correct. That person with the 12th pick, what they're going to do is they're either going to go running back, running back, and now you have to take a running back when it comes back around. Which, if you're taking a receiver first, you have to take a running back anyway in the second and third round. Let's be honest. I mean, it's your first year playing. If you take Antonio Brown as great as he is, or if you're in my situation, I take Hopkins or Julio Jones, when it comes back in the snake, you got to take running back, running back, second and third. You have to. And if you're watching, if you're watching your league, and again, you're in the right frame of mind, okay, that night of your draft, watch who takes the wide receivers in the first round, especially early on or in the middle of the draft. Because now they got to wait. So that means their running backs, when it comes back down the line, is going to be like the Jordan Howard, who I think is going to have a good year. The Joe Mixon, we know that's still out on the table. We don't know what that guy's going to do. He's one restaurant fight away from getting suspended. All right. The Alex Collins of the world, you get a little bit later. Lamar Miller, who I think he's going to lose the job to Foreman. On and on it goes. All right. So you got to really pay attention. If you're really going to go next level with this shit, you got to make sure whoever grabs Antonio Brown in the top five picks, I'm telling you, they're second and third round, they're grabbing running backs. If not, they're going to fucking lose. Okay? So they have to grab running backs. And also don't forget Melvin Gordon's out there as well. You got Fournette. You got McCaffrey. So on the way back after that 12th pick, and that guy with the 12th pick, if he goes running back, running back, running back wide receiver is usually what he does. But if he has a love affair with a Gronk, that's the only time he's getting There or when it turns around again at the end of three and four. So if the Gronk, Aaron Rodgers, that's the round three and four. Or if he wants to reach, that's the round one and two. He solidifies, he gets his guy. Because let's not forget, it is fantasy. It's supposed to be fun. You want to have guys in your team that you like, that you like to root for, you like to watch, play the game. On the way back, you better grab the Dalvin Cooks. I didn't forget about him. Okay, Jimmy from West Islip. The Dalvin Cooks, the Christian McCaffreys. Okay, those types of guys, I got to tell you too, McCaffrey completely undervalued in a PPR league, in my opinion. Who the hell else is getting the ball in the Carolina Panthers? What do you want to talk to me about? You know, you're talking about the, you know, they're young wide receivers. They suck. Okay, it's Cam Newton, it's Christian McCaffrey, it's Greg Olson, everyone else, go scratch. 
Okay, the jury's still out on them. Christian McCaffrey, you get in the second round. I'm going to tell you right now, if your first two picks can be Kamara and McCaffrey in a snake draft, get McCaffrey in the second round on the way back, you might win the whole goddamn thing. All right, because you got running backs who are going to catch anywhere from 60 to 80 balls. And that doesn't happen a lot besides maybe Le'Veon Bell and Johnson. And again, we said they're going to the top three. So if you're sitting somewhere in the middle, are you paying attention? I'm giving you a lot of information. If you're sitting somewhere in the middle of the draft, okay, when that snakes back in the second round, if you were able to get a Kamara and McCaffrey's still sitting there and grab him, don't even think twice. Grab him. You deal with your wide receivers later, okay? And then you're probably going to have to wait for tight ends. So that's what I'm looking at. First round, you know your top 12, no matter how you slice it up. Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, David Johnson, Zeke, Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Saquon, Kareem Hunt, maybe somebody if they want the Gronk or whatever the hell they want. Okay, Gordon also, Devontae Freeman, you know, he's getting a little bit older, a little long in the tooth. You know, you still got Coleman there. He's got to share the load with. But you got some guys there. You got some guys there. And especially on the way back, if you did not grab a running back in the first round, like it looks like I'm not going to have a stud running back available to me. I'm going to get either Hopkins or Julio Jones. On the way back, I'm grabbing a running back. If for whatever reason, if for whatever reason, I can get Kamara, I can get Zeke, I can get someone like that that falls to me that I have faith in for this year, all right, then I can get a little creative. Second round on the way back, don't be surprised I grab Gronk. Don't be surprised, okay? Who the hell is Tom Brady throwing the ball to? Who's he throwing the ball to in the first few games with Edelman out? So you got Gronk. You see it lady. You might not even need a backup tight end. You look to see when that bye week is. You don't even worry about stashing a backup tight end until then. Trust me, some, someone on your team is going to get hurt or shit the bed before that bye week. Then we'd have to check that. You got to check that as your team's getting closer, okay, if you're going to make that reach especially for a position like tight end or quarterback. few things now. So that's your first round and some ideas on the way back when you snake it. Okay. I'm going to now also give you some things that I like that are against the grain. You know, I finished second in my league last year, so I got some money back in my pocket. I'm usually up there. I won a league a few years ago. I'm usually up there unless forget it. You know, I got the Fachi Fach brother-in-law. He had Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson last year. His whole team, it's like they lined him up and shot him. Okay, they were dead. All right, he still made the playoffs. I don't know how the hell he did it. But, I mean, come on, he didn't have enough firepower. There's some guys that are dropping that I love. I love T.Y. Hilton. I love T.Y. Hilton this year. I do not understand why he's not getting the love that he should be getting. Okay, T.Y. Hilton, especially with Andrew Luck, and he's one preseason game in. Let's not get nuts. I love T.Y. Hilton. The guy's a stud. You look at his numbers, where he ranks. He's in the top five every receiving, receiving category since he basically came into the league. Okay, I absolutely love him. All right, there's a guy middle around that if I reach, I'm going to tell you right now, I would even take him over Tom Brady as quarterback. You guys are going to completely disagree with me, and I don't care. Deshaun Watson, to me, is worth a sixth, seventh round pick in, a, in this league. Okay, and if I'm sitting there and I could pick Deshaun Watson or Brady, obviously Rodgers is gone, I'm going Deshaun Watson. And it's not just because he can run. Did you see the shots this guy's taking down the field? You tell me. And I know the offense goes through Brady in New England, but this offense is going to go through Deshaun Watson in Texas. And you think I'm crazy for spending that high of a pick on him? Deshaun Watson could single-handedly win you your league. Single-handedly. This guy could put up 30 to 50 points, depending on your scoring, 
single-handedly and win it. And he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. He's got Foreman and Miller out of the backfield. Nice little tandem. He's got Will Fuller. He's got a better receiving core than Brady does. Now, obviously, Watson's not Brady. We know that. Whatever. Okay? But I'm telling you, this is fantasy. This is stats. Okay? And will Brady throw his three touchdowns a game? Yeah, probably. Okay? He'll throw his 280 yards, 2-3, maybe get a four-touchdown game out of him once in a while. Deshaun Watson can do the same thing with adding 50 to 60 yards on the ground. With getting, you know, two touchdowns in the air, one or two on the ground. I'm telling you, it's a different type of game. I reach for Deshaun Watson the fifth, sixth, seventh round. 100%. 100%. When it comes to tight ends, okay, if you don't get Kelsey or Gronk, what is this love affair with Zach Ertz? Did I miss something last year? I know he had a nice playoffs, the whole story, him and his wife, the whole thing. Let me tell you something. Zach Ertz does not impress me. Everyone loves Zach Ertz. If I'm not getting Kelsey or Gronk, I'm waiting on tight ends. I am waiting. You want to give me a Kyle Rudolph in round seven or eight? I'll take him. All right, I'll even take a Jordan Reed, who I know is always hurt, whatever, nightmare. I'll take Najoku out of Cleveland. You watch the Giant game? Okay, no matter what quarterback's in there, Mayfield or Tyrod Taylor, they're looking for Najoku, big bastard and can catch. All right, I got options on there. I'm not worried about that because let's face it, if you don't got Gronk and you don't have Kelsey, we want to get excited about Delaney Walker. Give me a freaking break. Doyle, I mean, Ebron's over at the Colts too. If you got the whole Andrew Luck situation, on and on it goes. You Kittle, these guys are just Trey Burton. I mean, what are we talking about? One of those guys will end up doing great for you, but I mean, how are you going to know now? So you got to go with the short thing, and I'm taking a short thing at running back, wide receiver. Okay, or I'm going to reach for a stud quarterback like Deshaun Watson early on instead of trying to get a Delaney Walker. Okay, another guy I'm down on, Corey Davis and Matthews from Tennessee. What is everyone loving this guy for? The guy looks the part. He is primed for a breakout season. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Okay, we know year three is the year of the wide receivers. This guy is not ready yet. Okay, and I don't love how Mariota throws the ball. All right, I do not love it at all. Now, the Tennessee Titans offensive line, to stay in the Tennessee conversation, is one of the best in football. So I love Derrick Henry, okay? I love Derrick Henry for, and I don't want to talk about it. He's not losing touches to anybody. Derrick Henry looks like a freak of nature. I'm a little worried, though. You look at this guy. They're showing pictures of him in the preseason. The guy looks like he skipped leg day. Go look at a picture of Derrick Henry. The man looks like he skipped leg day, okay? He never squatted anything. Okay, can we do a leg press? Anything? I mean, he gets hit down low. I think his whole legs are going to explode. There's nothing there. All right? But based on that offensive line and a guy who should be getting 20 carries a game, Derrick Henry, not a bad option in rounds five or six either. Okay, when you're looking at your flex, especially in a PPR league and go wide receiver or running back, I want a guy who's going to give me 10 to 15 points. I don't need a 20-point, 30-point guy. I mean, you, realistically, that doesn't happen for your flex. Those guys aren't around anymore. I mean, if you go running back heavy and you want to go running back first three rounds, you may get a guy like Mixon from Cincinnati as your flex. That's a sick flex player. Sick. Sick athlete. That's great. And you know what? If he runs the ball 50 yards, okay, you're not counting on him as an RB1, RB2. He runs the ball for 50 yards. He makes four or five catches for 40 yards. Guess what? He gave you 13, 14, 15 points, okay, without even scoring a touchdown. But – He's probably going to go before them. But unless you go running back, running back, running back, first three picks, okay? Someone's going to reach for Rodgers. Someone's going to reach for Gronk, 
Okay, there's some other people that I love, but I can't give you all my secrets because the people in my league are listening to this. Alright? What I can count on is that Jimmy G, the heir apparent, my brother-in-law, is going to draft a jet within the first 10 rounds, and everyone's going to make fun of him. What I can guarantee is the Fachi Fight Mike, my other brother-in-law, he will draft at least two people who will have season-ending injuries. I can also, in my league, any of you run your own league, I can guarantee that my cousin John, the JP, over in California will forget when the draft is, forget the draft time, and log in around round three, and then curse me out as if it is my fault. Okay, on and on, I can make those promises. I can promise that Big Lou in Staten Island will draft Drew Brees in the first four rounds. The man loves him. I can make those types of guarantees. Okay, other than that, it's fantasy football. There's people I like, there's people I don't like. I do not understand some of the love these guys are getting. And I'm telling you, if you're going to reach, if you're going to do that Deshaun Watson thing, round six or seven, you do that, you wait till the back end, around 12, 13, you grab yourself a Philip Rivers or a Ben Roethlisberger. Watson gets hurt or he shits the bed or he doesn't live up to expectations, you pull out a veteran who's got a good offense. That's right. That's why I win it. That's why I'm in the top three every single time. There's a quick little fancy preview driving with Joe. Gave you a ton of information. Agree or disagree, let me hear it. I'll talk to you. See you later.